friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we bring real, raw, relevant issues to the table from a woman's perspective with wit and wisdom. Has any one of you ever been depressed? I know that I have. And today's guest, we're going to talk about depression and how to overcome depression, which obviously in the past couple years, a lot of people have gotten very depressed. My friend, Adrian, she is a speaker, an author, pastor's wife who loves to inspire and connect with people. She created a happy, did you hear that? Happy sisterhood where women come together online and at the annual Happy Girl Conference to encourage each other, laugh together and hear from God through amazing speakers each year. Adrian, welcome to Annie's Pink Chair. And I'm going to just say it. I'm so happy that you're here today. <laughs> yay! I'm so happy to <laughs> be yay, here yay, with yay. you. <laughs> yeah, I asked yes. the audience that question, you know, have you ever been depressed? And I think a lot of people don't really want to admit that. And I find as I get older and as menopause hits and other things <laughs> that depression's a real thing. And even yes. as, and let's say it, the dirty word, can you be depressed and be a Christian? <laughs> right, right. Right. Can you? So right. how, and especially, did, how did this all happen with you? Go ahead. So, yeah, you know, I kind of teasingly just say, you know, I was too spiritual to be depressed. So I thought I didn't really know that I was depressed until after the fact, looking back, realizing it was true depression. You know, I would find myself, Annie, in the kitchen. Um, this is this is what happened. I just kept, well, I would just be doing life and just, I started being consumed with escaping. We live near the beach. Uh, we're on the Gulf Coast. And it started with just wanting to go to the beach all the time. Like, just get oh, away. I just, I, you I'm know, coming with wanting... you right now. Let's yes, go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. You know, God even said rest on the seventh day. So uh, for me, a lot of it was just I was never resting. And so eventually you will rest, <laughs> whether you choose to or your body makes you rest or, or your mind right. breaks down. And, uh, but yeah, I just found myself wish it, eventually it got to the place where I just kept wishing I was dead. Mm. That's kind of where I found myself. And, and, uh, yeah, it's something wow. that you don't really talk about and leaders in the church, mm -hmm. you know, are, I'm, this is a trained professional smile. <laughs> <laughs> so let me do it for you. Hey girl. Uh, right. Right. In the hallways at church. How are you? Oh my goodness. Kissing babies, hugging people, you know, being there for everyone and showing up for everyone except yourself. And that ends up taking a toll. Yes. And, and don't you find also, you know, maybe sometimes depression comes as, a potential midlife crisis, your hormones change, you start seeing life for what, you know, the rawness that it really is, that there's a lot of death. We don't live forever. Yes, there's, you know, Jesus, but what are we doing in the, in the, in the middle part where we yes. continue to have, I mean, you're a pastor's wife, right? Funerals, yes. you know, there's birthdays, there's weddings, there's funerals, but the funeral part is just like, wow. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about death. And right. 
So, so how did you like figure out, Hey, I'm depressed. You said that you didn't know you were, and you looked back. Yeah. Yeah. How did that happen? So really what happened, I was invited to go with some friends, several pastor's wives on a missions trip to Haiti. And, uh, we were in Miami and on the way after the trip, I realized I had been around such amazing women of God who were just the real deal. And, um, it's the funniest story, but I just have to tell it. It's so silly, but it's really where we live. I was on an elevator with a friend and she had on this trip, she had uh, decoupaged some clipboards and personalized them for all of us. There was just a handful of us girls. Well, I was with her in the elevator when she found out that they had all stuck together and ruined in baggage on the airplane from Dallas to to Miami. And when she found out I was there as an eyewitness to this account, she literally gut laughed and said, Oh, aren't you glad we know now that life's too short to worry about clipboards to which I said, yes, aren't you glad we know that I got back to my room and Annie, it was like the Holy ghost was there just and said, you lie, you fry basically like, you would have been flipping out over that. And, and just, I just, any little thing would set me off. And I just realized I had just totally lost my joy that these girls were tapping into the joy of the Lord in a way that I was not. And I had just kind of lost my way with that. So I had a couple days scheduled uh, in the hotel room by myself, just with God after that trip. And I'll never, ever forget this. I sat down with my Bible and I just on the sofa in my room and I just said, God, I just want to be happy. And in my heart, I just felt him, I, you know, that still small voice said, I want you to be happy. Well, my nickname is Addie on Instagram. It's Addie Cooley. Well, my husband says that I can get an attitude. So I, I kind of got an attitude with God and said, no, you don't. You don't care about my happiness. You just want me to have joy, whatever that is. Because that's what we were taught in church, right? Happiness is right. from circumstances. Joy right. is what, you know. And the Lord just led me. Uh, I, I literally just Googled the word happy. And when I did, I found it was just clear on on the screen. It said enjoying being marked by or showing satisfaction and joy. And so two scriptures popped in my head because you know what the thing is, Mm -hmm. is in our darkest moments, in our darkest moments, if we've put the word in our heart, then it's there when we need it to draw it out and, and, you know, in his presence is fullness of joy, but also he, he gives us all things richly to enjoy. So it was like, he gives us that joy to enjoy it. And that's the definition of happy enjoy joy. You know, can I just say something and I'm sorry to just make religious heads mad, but I'm so tired of someone taking a word out of context And saying we're not allowed to be that as a Christian because happiness is joy. And there's nothing wrong with wanting happiness. How about this? There's nothing wrong with wanting joy. Because if it's this, it's, if it's enjoying, it's, it's the adjective of enjoying life. What's wrong with saying I want to be happy? Well, it's, it's like that night I got permission from God to be happy and nobody has been able to shut me up since because 
I mean, he gives us all things richly to enjoy, not just to enjoy, but he gives us joy so that we can richly enjoy it, which looks like being happy. And so I kind of really have had a Saul to Paul experience because literally on my car tag, it says the happy lady and like hashtag, if you look, if you, you know, check on social media, hashtag the happy lady or happy girl, you're going to find me because God has just changed my name even from depressed and almost suicidal to to happy anyway. And a lot of times I tell people it's more about the anyway than the happy sometimes. And that's where the faith part comes in. Right. So, did, yeah. Did we, you have to talk to anyone about about your, you know, honestly, the depression and the way that you were thinking at the time or the way that sometimes can still creep up on a, a, many of us? Oh, even yes. Because because circumstances are real. And right. what about this? How about your brain and your body rhythms? Those are real, too. So yes. how do you do you um, explain that when someone's maybe not feeling well, they're sick? And, and I'm talking about myself and, off and on, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, that's where it crept in with me because mm-hmm. I, I actually had mono and I laid in bed for a couple of months with really bad mono that then developed into shingles and it attacked my inner ear. So I, I was in bed in pain for months on end, like maybe six, six to nine. And so I'm a very social person. So it really, I, I really have in this research, I've written three books now. And at the very beginning, I ran across this, um, Harvard grant study, that scientifically proved the secret to a happy and fulfilled life is love. And, uh, but I also kept running into these things, even like what you're talking about, your physical body. And I mm-hmm. like to think of it like a three-legged stool. You know, we are spirit, soul, and body. God made us in his image. You know, he's the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. We are made in his image and there's three parts to us. And if any one part of us gets broken, we could fall like, you know, that like a stool that has only two legs instead of three. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I I think about people that, you know, that they're just, you know, supermodel, their body isn't, you know, health, perfect health, but maybe spiritually they're a mess or somebody, you know, that prayer lady at church, but she's just mean, but like, because emotionally maybe she's a mess, but she knows the word, but she's kind of a basket case, you know, um, or whatever different parts of it. So for me also, uh, I did, I had a hysterectomy. Uh, and so that was part of it as well. So like you said, there's, there's physical parts to this, but what is so cool is God is still God. He is on the throne, you know, and he's there for us. Uh, and so when I needed him, I literally in that hotel room, I was considering like just disappearing and changing my name or something because I was, I had been around all this greatness. I knew just something was not right. And so I did, I I did go get help. And that's when I went to a psychologist and, you know, and I, I found out one of them said, so I went to several because I was trying to just kind of see, you know, what was going on with me. And, and when he, he diagnosed me with a minor case of major depression 
And that's when I what? just to be a minor case of major depression. Wow. <laughs> that's when I knew I a needed minor case. <laughs> like, wow. wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just see. So I just dug into the word and I'm telling you, I found my answers. I found my happy. And that's what, you know, I say Nutella's hashtag is spread the happy. And so that's what I've kind of been saying. I'm trying to spread the happy like Nutella. <laughs> so ever since. Yeah. yeah. So how, how was it like a overnight sensation inside your soul that this happened or was it a gradual reading the scriptures and then stepping yeah. like on a staircase and believing each one on top of each other? And then all of a sudden you're, you've arrived at this space of, OK, I'm satisfied and I'm happy. I know God loves me. I'm going to go to heaven and. No matter what's going on in my life, God has my back. He's in control. Yeah. Like, what was so, it like that, or was it like, like a switch? So that night, I really did find freedom, and I it, because I just it, it was like revelation. When when revelation comes, it you know that light dispels darkness. His word is light, and it really did dispel darkness. I was I was standing in my kitchen again when I got back from that trip. And I remember just standing there thinking, oh my goodness, I have not thought about dying all day. And I looked back and I thought, what is different? Is there anything different? Like, cause I was kind of like, is this really working? Like, is this, mm -hmm. has this really changed me this much? So I'm going to say something and I haven't really shared this part of it a whole lot, but I just, you guys are real. I can tell like real and raw. And I, I, because I really didn't know where this fit in to the story. But at first, when I first started, you know, sharing about this, but I remembered that I had gone to the doctor right before mm -hmm. this trip. And I had been having this nerve pain. So he gave me this medicine for nerve pain. Mm -hmm. I had no idea because I would have never, I would have never taken this probably because of my, because I'm a Christian leader and I just wanted to pray and believe God instead of take medicine. I was on an antidepressant and didn't know it. Oh my goodness. So, so there's a curveball. And I was right. kind of upset. I was kind of upset, honestly, when I found that out. And I'm like, how does this work into my story? Yeah, that's well, one of the I, side effects is, is depression. Yes. Right. 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 And so with, so I was like doing no, with that medicine. No, I had just started taking that medicine. And so I was, I was happier plus the scripture, but you know what? God, he, he's our provider. And so I think that taking that medicine for a little while probably did help. And so I'm not saying to take medicine or not to take medicine. I'm not a doctor, but I am saying since that time, I have had therapists on my, on our platform, on the stage, I've done mock therapy sessions uh, with Christian counselors that I've personally gone to. I'm a mm -hmm. huge proponent of going and getting help when you need help. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, cause happiness isn't just like a check, like check mark. Okay. I'm good. No, I have to still work out my salvation in these areas. The devil still tries to come and bombard right. me. You know, someone, right. um, you know, I just had a situation happen recently. And I mean, I just, I cried my eyes out and I'm like, 
Mm. And those thoughts came back, like sure. maybe, maybe the world would just be better without you. I mean, you know, because right. the devil doesn't just stop and give up. But yeah. now I have all the tools that I need to just, I can overcome any defeating thoughts now I, with you know i was going to ask you about that because what because for me personally and people that i've known usually there's stuff going on in their life that is really challenging and it seems like there's not going to be an end to it or that there's no answer and i yeah. think that when people feel that sense of hopelessness and yes. there's no resolve to the problem that there's this depression that can come. And I just have to share, I mean, my husband's got, you know, he's had brain tumors and we're still looking into one that uh, could potentially be uh, manifesting again. So mm. to, to, to realize that you have to continually face the danger of losing someone that you love or a situation, losing everything, um, right. you know, the hope, where's the, where's the light, Adrian? Where's mm. the light? Because that people maybe is... are watching right now and they're like, well, I, she's saying, you know, the word, the word, mm. but explain where, where did that happen to you? So you can share that experience because how did that segue into where you are now? How did that help uh, you? That is I mean, such was a it great... through some counseling? Was it through a, just a day by day experience where you just every day got a little bit better? Right. Yes. Does that make sense what well, I'm asking you? Oh, yes. And, and because that's exactly what got me in that pit is as a pastor's wife, I realized that it's never going to end. People are going to come to your church and you're the best thing since sliced bread. You've changed their life until they don't like you and they leave and they take three more of your friends with them. And just that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, I love people, you know, mm. I believe that God created us to connect. So this ripping away constantly of people I love that just leave, that's what got me really. Yeah. Because, there like, it is. is there, there's hopelessness. The, there's hopelessness. the Achilles heel. There's the Achilles heel. There you go. That's it. I wanted that's you to explain that. Yes. So you felt hopeless. Like that, like I'm, a, I, I, the, my only way out is to divorce my husband, which we have a great marriage. That was, but that would be my way. I don't got to deal with these people life. anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. I just want to work right. for a big company and not talk to anybody working the computer all day. <laughs> yes. But so, you know, so happy anyway was first, then love anyway, which is all about learning to receive God's love, then love yourself. Then you love others to the degree that you love yourself no matter what they say about you, um, you know, and then the latest book was believe anyway. And so, but about the hope though, this is the answer to the question. Romans four, eight, 18 says when everything was hopeless, Abraham mm -hmm. believed anyway, right. Deciding to not live on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do, but on what God said he would do. And so that's like the theme verse for believe anyway, which is the latest. And so it's, it's this connection between joy and love and faith. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the three, you know, believe anyway is faith, love anyway, of course is love. And then happy anyway is about joy and how those three connect all throughout scripture. And then in our day-to-day -day life, because think about it, the last time you were ticked off at somebody or you were so upset or so worried or concerned or just a, an emotional mess, 
in that very exact moment where you completely trust in God. <laughs> no, we're like, we're not really trusting God in that moment. We're like, not trusting God. We're like trying to figure it out on our own. Psalm 40 verse four says that happy people trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when I catch myself stressed, full of worry, starting to get depressed, I just stop for a second. And this is just like kind of my little thing I do. And I mean, just recently, I mean, I've been doing this actually a lot with some things going on and I'm like, okay, if I'm really trusting God, my joy comes back because I just know he's got my back. The Bible says Mm -hmm. he's my rear guard. So I don't, it doesn't matter what they say or what this person thinks about me or says or what, you know, like, or even this diagnosis or cause I've had some health situations, health issues as well that I've been walking through. And, but you know what? The only place that we can find peace and joy is in basking in his love. And that is what makes faith work. Faith works by love. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a very simplified version of, <laughs> you know, how that is, but I don't okay, know if that so- makes sense. Yeah, it does. I, I, we only have a couple minutes left. So I want to ask you, Adrian, what is the best advice that you could give our audience today? Your life experience advice. Mm. I know there's probably so, 10 of them, maybe five, but what is the best thing you could share? I think that I would have to say that happiness is not found in a what, but it's found in a who. And it's found in him first and kind of like back to what I was saying a minute ago that we were made to connect. And when we realize that we were made to connect, when, I mean, when are you the least happy when there's a relationship in trouble, whether it's health or strife or, you know, whatever frustration, but understanding that when we get this vertical relationship, right, the rest works out one way or another as we trust him. And just knowing that as we go through life, realize that happiness is not found in a what it's found in a who in him and then in each other. In Christ, right? Yes. In Christ. So so you were saying that you wrote uh, some books. Can you share those with the audience and where they can get in touch with you, Adrian? Sure. I would be so honored to. And thank you so much for having me with you. This is just such a blessing to me. You have (laughs) just been so much fun. I love this. So, uh, yeah. So happy anyway, love anyway, and believe anyway. You can get them at uh, adriancooley.com or Instagram is connected to the online store. And my handle is at Addie Cooley, A-D-D-I-E Cooley, C-O-O-L-E-Y. And then also Amazon or anywhere books are sold, target.com, like any, pretty much anywhere you can get the books. Yeah, because I'm sure you're going to get some inbox messages about depression and happiness. And, and uh, one last thing is, it, has anyone ever came up to you and said, you can't use happy as a Christian? to describe yourself. That's not biblical. I'm just being right. Oh, sarcastic right I, now, but oh. just expand on that. I lost probably six friends over happy anyway. They just literally got up and walked out of my life because wow. of this message. 
And so that's then, really sad. Oh, that's uh, really sad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Wow. I wow. had to decide what mm. I was made of. I had to mm-hmm. decide if I really believe this or not. And right. I mean, I had to just go right back to who gave this message to me and, and realize that my happiness is found in him. Not in people. And yeah, not because in they, people persecuted me for this. And literally right. I ran into what this has been like seven years ago now, I guess. And I literally ran into one of them recently and still it was like high school. I mean, it was crazy. Like I went in for this hug, this, cause my heart is healed and, and all this from, and, and just literally it was just like, <laughs> like, really? Like, but people are, people are hurting. Yeah, they're, they are hurting. People or they're just, how about hurting. this? I understand that, but watch this. Let's just keep people accountable. How about people are mean and judgmental <laughs> and they think they know everything and they really don't know everything. Right. So that, right. I'm sorry, all the Bible thumpers out there, you're going to get mad at me, but stop using the Bible as a way to treat people bad. Right. And not right. like because somebody it's not or reject someone. Letter. That's it's right. Not. It's the spirit. It, it's the spirit. It's a living, the exactly. It's a living relationship. And if it's a living relationship, yes. legalism has no place in that, right. in that relationship at all. It's yes. a spiritual journey and a spiritual relationship. Yes. And, and, and like you said earlier, love, love is the key. Yeah. Yes. Love is the key so to joy love. and joy yes. and happiness go together because it's a verb doing. So there yes. you have it. Go yes. look it up everyone on, on Google if you want to, or, or dictionary.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adrian, yes. so much. I hope I didn't just make a bunch of enemies oh. just now. If <laughs> I did, I love you anyway. <laughs> I'm so glad That's that you right. came on. I'm so happy that you came on today. And again, say your website for everyone to get in touch with you one more time. It's adriancooley.com, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, cooley.com. All right, Miss Happy Girl. It's been so nice having you. you God bless thank you. Thank you. And thanks for coming on Annie's Pink Chair. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Hi, friends. I want to talk about our nonprofit today. It's called Destiny House. And it's a place where ladies that have been in the sex industry, ladies that have been sex trafficked, can come and live and recover from their lifestyle. Basically, it's this, to dream, discover, develop into the perfect destiny that God has for them. It's nine to 24 months, and we're so excited because we're actually gonna be opening up our second home called Dream House. And this place is a place where ladies can come after the first program, and it's more independent living where they have their jobs and their schooling that they're doing, and they can become more successful because we know that trauma and complex trauma is real. That's why I want to ask you today to please consider to partner with us because most, if not all of these ladies come to our program and they're completely broken. They've got heavy complex trauma with comes with so many different issues and comorbidities that they need help just to get stabilized and to get their mind and their heart right and to get healing from that deep trauma. And we have great programs. We have trauma therapy and the ladies go to addiction classes and life skill classes and also equine therapy. And they like to do 
arts and crafts and just it's just a very well holistic trauma-informed well-rounded program that when these ladies come they definitely get their healing and they get a brand new start and a brand new life of promise hope and a great future please partner with us if it's on your heart we need to keep our houses open you can go to hookersforjesus.net click on donate or pinkchair.com and click on donate and your donation is tax deductible thank you everyone